Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, John Kelly here with Jeremiah, the king of Kentucky backpacking. Stringer, what's going on, dude? Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm here with John Kelly, the king of Kentucky backpacking. That is not true. <laughs> I am not the king. I am, I am merely part of the king's court. I'm not the king either. I'm just part of the kingdom. I don't know. J- Jason said you're the king now. Yeah. Because he's the emperor. Because he's the emperor. Yeah. He rules all. He rules all. Emperor is a cool title. That's a really cool title. Need to, yeah. I need to, uh, you know those little things that people put on their desk that's got the little name badge in their oh, title? we need to get one for Jason. We need to get one for him. We'll mail it to him, and we'll put Emperor of Kentucky Backpack. I like that. And then he can put that. Well, he doesn't really use a desk. Maybe we just put it on the dash of his truck, because that's pretty much his desk. My, for Father's Day, it was either last year or the year before, my daughter picked out one of those for me. Uh-huh. She couldn't even read, but she picked it out. Best dad ever. <laughs> how did she do that? On my desk. I don't know. We, my wife doesn't even know. Like She goes, I don't know how she picked this out, but she picked that out for, for you. Well, backpacking with dad. Father's Day's coming up. It is, man. It's in a few weeks. Yeah. I guess, uh, let's see, a couple weeks away? Yeah. June 19th. Dude, June is always so busy for me. June, I have. Uh, oh, we're. Uh, if you listen to last week's episode, you already know. But we are recording this right now in this lovely coffee shop in uh, Nicholasville, Kentucky. Yes, Monos Coffee Crafters. Yes. So shout out to them for hosting us, and we do have some other people in here. But it's awesome, great ambiance. You may hear some people uh, getting their coffee made and walking around. Yep, and that's also if you're if you're watching and you see the lighting's a little different. Yeah, the that's, that's the real. reason for all that. That's that's all this is all about. So, but June, yeah, it's super busy for me. We got uh, my wedding anniversary on the 18th. Nice. Father's Day's on the 19th. My wife's birthday's on the 20th, and then the first day of summer is the 21st. See, for me, I leave on Saturday and I go to Honduras. Uh huh. And then I get back, and the next week is Father's Day. Wow. And uh, that weekend, my wife is taking the kids and they're going to see her dad. Uh huh. So they get to spend like a couple days with him, and while they're gone, I'm gonna be in the woods. <laughs> you uh, gotta get some woods so, time. So man. I get some woods time, and then they get back Saturday night, mm-hmm. and I get Father's Day with my kids. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of June, I've got some stuff going on. Um, but yeah, dude, June's a fun month. June. So you're going to Honduras. You doing mostly mission work there? I'm going down and doing a camp for missionary kids. Okay. So I'm doing that for for a week. So not backpacking cool. related. No, not backpacking, but I'll be outdoors the whole time. Well, at least you'll be outdoors. And it'll be hot as Hades. The dog days of summer, man. Dude, I'm telling you. In but Honduras. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be fun June, man. I'm going to, uh, I'll try to get to the Smokies in June. And, oh, my South Dakota trip. It is oh, in June. Oh, man, I'm pumped and, to hear how that goes. Yes. And did I tell you how I had to book the flight and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a long drive, even after the flight, but I still don't understand. I guess just the airports in South Dakota are small. 
Probably. I mean, there's not that many people live in those places. No, I think it's like a special trip that they had to do. Like, it's not very often scheduled. I will say, if you're someone who wants to get off grid, Mm -hmm. South Dakota is a great place to go. (laughs) And another reason why it's great is because it's so cheap. Like, What's so cheap? If, say you sell your house for, like, say the house you live in now, you sell for, like, $350,000. Mm-hmm. You could probably buy a house similar to that in South Dakota for, like, $100,000. You think so? I'm not even kidding you. If you want to go to one of these little towns, like, where there's nobody around, uh-huh. absolutely. Because, like, we were there, uh, I mean, it, it's been, like, six years ago now. Uh-huh. But there were houses that would have been selling for two fifty here in Lexington that were selling for, like, 35000 there. Well, Kentucky's a really – so – you know, everybody on everybody's mind, gas prices, right? That affects right, everything. Right, right, right. So, um, it was Kentucky had like the lowest gas prices. I guess the cost of living in South Dakota is so low too. But it's yeah. like there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Like well, that's what I mean. If you want to get off grid, yeah, off grid, definitely, it's a great place to go. Or at school, um, our principal secretary, she, her, and her husband both have motorcycles. Right, and her and I—I I mean, I have a motorcycle, and which uh, you rode her, here today. I did. I rode it here today, and I looked at you driving into the the parking lot and thought to myself, "I'm extremely jealous." <laughs> Don't be too jealous, man. Oh, I am They're, terribly jealous. One for the gas prices for you to drive up here, which is a whole lot cheaper than driving a car. Yeah. And two, it's it's a motorcycle. And let's just be honest: when you ride a motorcycle, you just look cooler than everybody else. You're automatically cooler. That's yes. just a fact. That stamp of approval fact. there. Yeah. But, um. With the South Dakota thing, they rode their bikes out there. They hit Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota. They made like a big loop, drove their bikes out west, and then like went through some states and then went up above and like made a loop so they hit different well, states. Is is Sturgis in South Dakota or is that in Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's, there's a huge biker rally out there every oh, year. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. That's not for the faint of heart. There's some things that you're gonna see there. You're not gonna see anywhere else. It that's gets wild. That's the truth. Yeah. Imagine thousands of bikers. That's crazy. It's crazy. And I've, I've seen pictures and video of it. It's crowded, man. We're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of motorcycles. Oh, yeah. And she told they weren't going to Sturgis. But she told me that uh, whenever they rode their bikes out, South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, she said that the little towns out there, like you got to think people expanded west in the U.S., right? Right. So they hit that east coast and kept going. And she was like, those little towns hardly have changed. Since they've been built, she's like they got the same saloons, the same names, yeah, etc. So I can't wait, dude. I think that we're gonna try to start at Mount Rushmore. How okay, big is okay. That? I'm gonna prepare you for this. Oh, is this gonna disappoint me? I'm preparing you so you won't be disappointed. Okay. Are you gonna see Devil's Tower? I don't know what we're doing. Okay, Mount Rushmore is not that impressive. Start at Devil's Tower. It's very, it's very. This is the best way I can put it. I went there in two thousand two. Uh-huh. I went. I went to a Mount Rushmore, and I went to Devil's Tower. Uh-huh. Mount Rushmore was just like a tourist trap. They got like ice cream stores and all this stuff all there. And I don't like, think we're actually going to the like it, the tourist. It's just it was it was whatever. Uh-huh. Devil's Tower, uh-huh. freaking sweet. You don't think it's overrated? Devil's Tower? Uh-huh. No. I watched a video that uh, Backpacking with Buckley put out where he went to Devil's Tower, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And he was like, it's not super backpacker friendly. It's not super backpacker friendly, but it's just awesome. Yeah, but like you can some, hike around there. Yeah, there, there's some things that, like, who cares if it's backpacking? or uh-huh. It's just awesome. Like, it's you geological. get there, you just, you just see it, and you're like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. I'd definitely like to see it, because I don't... Going out west, I've well, never... Well, I mean, you know there was a giant bear... 
that made Devil's Tower. Oh right? my god! Yeah, did we talk about this? Well, I think we did. I think we did. Yeah, the giant bear going after the Indian that was, was a, clawing up the yeah. tower. Now I say Indian because that was the story. We Native American is correct in what you're supposed to say, but that that's the the story. Yeah, they said Indian at the top with the the bear trying to yes trying to catch him. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely June's super super busy. Because of all the backpacking, the other stuff, right? But that South Dakota trip, that MOI's birthday and our wedding anniversary are all going to be major highlights. You got especially a good month the, coming up, man. Especially the anniversary and the birthday. You have to take a nap in July. July, I have this music festival. I'm going to in Michigan. Oh yeah, you might be taking my air conditioner with you. Yes. So that's like the only thing I have planned. But July, I think that's going to be some lake time. We went to lake yesterday. Yeah. And swam. Lake's still cold. But in July, it'll be... Yeah, we did pool time. We did pool time yesterday for Memorial Day. Well, you almost want it cold, you know? If yeah. it's 90 degrees out, 70-degree water, 65-degree water. Okay, maybe not that cold. I mean, it was cold, but after you're in there for a while... I'm just making up the numbers. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea 65 what 65-degree water is like almost hypothermia, I think. Well, that, well, that last episode that we did about the... Uh, where we done the creek crossing or yeah. whatever? I guarantee that water's in the fifties. It oh, had to be. That's cold. All rainwater coming off all the, oh, that's the mountains and that's stuff. That's so cold. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, June's gonna be fun. But I know we had something else to talk about on this. Well, episode. I was gonna say, man, like, you know, it, anybody who's watched my YouTube channel or Jeremiah's channel, you know, we are not ultralight backpackers. Like, yeah, probably not even close to ultralight backpackers. No. But. I'm realizing as as I am creeping up towards that five zero number for an age mm-hmm. that my body is not as spry as it once was. Mm-hmm. I can't take the beating I used to be able to take and recover as quickly. And so I'm realizing that I need to make some shifts in my gear mm-hmm. to make backpacking a little more enjoyable, especially if I want to do mileage days. Like if we want to do 10 or more miles, mm-hmm. I don't want to have... 35, 40 pounds on my back. Oh. I'd much rather have that closer to 20 pounds. And so um, I recently received a backpack from Z-Packs. Uh-huh. It's the uh, Arc Hall Ultra. It's a 60-liter backpack that can hold 40 pounds, but wow. it only weighs 20 ounces. It just doesn't make sense. The it, physics don't make sense. It doesn't seem to make any sense, but it's only 20 ounces. So it's not even a pound and a half. Mm-hmm. And I've started, and, and uh, this, is, this is pain for me for me to say. But I've been using a tent. I promised myself I would use a tent all summer. Even though I hate it. I really do. I don't like sleeping in a tent. But I said I would. Mm-hmm. And so I am. I'm going to stick to my word for the summer. And I'm going to sleep in a tent for the summer just so that, you know, when I'm talking on my channel, I'm doing reviews, I have the right to talk about tents because I actually sleep in one sometimes. Yeah. So uh, so I'm doing that all summer. But my tent is the Gossamer Gear of the Two, and it weighs less than two pounds. Yeah, another quality piece of gear. That's so you got really the, lightweight. The Z Packs backpack, and you have the Gossamer Gear tent. Yeah, so two of my big three, uh-huh. um, right now are like around three pounds. Uh huh. But the two of them com- combined, right around three, maybe a little over three pounds. That's where most of your weight's coming from. Is backpack, <laughs> shelter, sleep system. Yeah, and on my sleep system, um, the heaviest part of my sleep system mm-hmm. is my uh, is my sleeping pad. I got the Etherlite XT from Sea to Summit. Mm-hmm. I will not skimp on that. No, your sleeping pad is so important. Four inches thick. 
Four and it, and it's thick. and it's it's a quilted one, so it's got instead of like baffles, like horizontal or vertical baffles, it's quilted. What does so that mean? It's, it's got the different, like if you look at it, uh-huh. it's got like spots all over it, so it's a quilted style oh, sleeping pad. It's almost like dimpled all yeah, over. Yeah, dimpled so. all over, so it's way more comfortable, way fewer um, pressure points on it, uh-huh. and uh, it's it is really comfortable for a sleeping pad. Well, I use the X Lot. The Neo Air X Light on my through hike and the long trail. Yeah. So that's sleeping for a month straight. That's a horizontal baffle. Yeah, it's got horizontal baffles, which I, in my opinion, are better than the vertical because I do agree with that. The vertical, you know, if you got your arm the wrong way, your arm could go to sleep because you're kind of laying across a baffle and right, it's putting right, pressure. Right. So maybe not the vertical. Those are pretty popular. I think the Big Agnes. Well, they the Nemo Tensor, Nemo Tensor does horizontal baffles just like that. Uh, my Nemo Tensor has, like, dimples all over it, too. It's yeah. got, like, a dimple every... I've got an older through. one. Oh, okay. i got an older it one. It might be a different design. I don't know. Yeah. But the, I will say dimples, man. That that, that quilted style, it's really comfortable. And it, it, weighs, and it weighs a pound and six ounces. Is it like diamonds? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, it's like a pound and six ounces. So mm-hmm. it's still not super heavy. That's I pretty mean, normal weight, yeah. too. So that, and then I have, like, a two-ounce pillow... Mm-hmm. And the the quilt that I'm using for the summer, because it just gets hot down here. Like, uh-huh. it doesn't get below 70 degrees most nights yeah, in Kentucky in, in the summer. Too. So, uh, and in a tent, it gets way warmer than it does yeah. in a hammock. And so, um, so for my top quilt, I got a local Libre 50 degree. Uh, Weighs, like, I think around 10 or 11 ounces. It's a quilt? Yeah. Sewn in foot box or no, button no. Zip. zip zip so I can leave it open. Zip. I, in the summertime, I don't want something that's closed. I want it open because if it gets really hot, which it can, uh-huh. I want it off my feet. That's the thing, man. With my all my winter stuff, it all is sewn in foot box or sleeping bag. Which I like for winter's bag. great. Yeah. Yeah, but like Jason's always complaining about um he has a, a top quilt that is snap buttoned. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them snap around your neck, too. Yeah. Got the yeah. snap at the top. So if you imagine those snaps at the bottom, but then if you move around your the tops of, like, the tops of your calves area, you can accidentally unsnap that. Right. Yeah. And then you get cold draft. It's better to have one that zips than to than one that snaps. Yeah, I think that. so. Yeah. This one zips. This one zips up. That's a win. Um, so it's it's nice. And here's the thing, though. it's I bought it for summer. Uh, I didn't want a sleeping bag for summer because it's too hot. Yeah. And and I wanted something that was really lightweight. It's 950 fill. Wow, that's as light as it gets, man. It's 950 fill. It's rated to 50 degrees. Bro, I am I'm like literally my big 3 is right around 5 pounds. So the 950 fill, that's like uh the highest volume that's going to be taken up by the insulation Typically, with the least amount of weight. They do have 1000 fill. Okay. But apparently like with 1000 fill, it's almost like powder. Like the way the feathers uh, are, so like to use it, you have to be in a room where you're wearing like a lab coat and it has to be dust free and all this other stuff to be able to use. It, it's weird. Like yeah, and I heard that they had to kill baby ducklings to to get that. I don't know if that's true. I have no <laughs> idea. Thousand feel. You heard it here first. Thousand feel only comes from baby ducks and baby geese. Baby ducklings. Baby ducklings. Yeah. You pick it right off their chest. It's horrible. It's a horrible yeah. thing, and they don't even. Never mind. I'm not going any further with it. So, but anyway, so, I just so, made that up. That's not true. So I've I've got my my big three right around five pounds for the uh-huh. summer, which is really light, dude. It's super light, and you're gonna have a lot really less light. achy knees too. Yeah, and and so like when you add in the other stuff, I'm probably looking at a base weight around nine pounds, even with my chair. 
I never thought I'd see the day. I never thought I'd see the day. But I'm not complaining. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not complaining because, like, the next heaviest piece of gear I have besides that is a battery bank. Oh, yeah. What, you got a 10,000 milliamp hour? 20. I have a 20, but it weighs, I think, 10 or 11 ounces. So why do you take the 20 over the 10? It depends on the trip. Oh, okay. I've got a 10 that I can take. Yeah. When, but if I'm doing it, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking heaviest weight that I would be taking this summer uh-huh. would be if I'm doing, like, four or five days, I'm going to bring the 20 because – I have cameras and I have other stuff that I bring with me. Mm. So, and if I throw the cameras into my base weight, then I, I will be over ten pounds. Oh, you weren't including your camera? No, I, I, if if I go and I just decide to use my phone and oh, not use yeah. the camera, which is typically what I do anyways with a lot of trips, mm-hmm. uh, especially if it's long time. I just I don't have the I'm not one of these people that makes a lot of money doing YouTube, so I can't just replace a camera real easy. So yeah, dude, with you, rain and stuff like that, submerge that camera. You're yeah. gonna be hurting, and I got a new, uh, I got a new fanny pack from uh, Hilltop Packs, mm-hmm. and it's made with the uh, what is it the, I can't remember. It's it's a form of the Ultra, but it's like a 75, mm-hmm. and it's super lightweight. It's, it, they make the the food bags out of it too. I think the fanny pack weighs like an ounce and a half. Waterproof. Yeah. Is that what the camera's Taped. going in? If I take it. Oh, okay. If I take it. I'm not convinced I'm going to take my camera on every trip. I don't do trip videos anyways. Uh-huh. Um, I may do B-roll and stuff like that for other videos. Like if I'm using new gear and want to video that or I see like a really cool scene or a, a waterfall. And a lot of times what I'm doing is I'm taking pictures to bring back to show my family anyways. You know what Casey Neistat says? You know who Casey Neistat oh, is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you don't know, he's got a huge following on YouTube. and he, It's all vlog. It's just a few million Every people. bit of it's vlog. And yeah, it's like 10, 10, 15 million. Yeah, it's crazy. He's like almost the inventor of the vlog. Like, he made it popular. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be like Casey Neistat. Yep. Anyway, his uh, advice is always like, if there's footage that you want, use whatever the best camera is available. So if you're out and you're on your skateboard and you're in the middle of Manhattan, you don't have your camera, right? You don't have a $5,000 rig. You have your, your Samsung phone. Galaxy or your iPhone or whatever. Yep. You just get that footage. Anything is better than nothing. Then the worst that happens, you don't use it. Yeah, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: is like I'm realizing now that I'm 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 looking at ultralight being a, a very possible need mm-hmm. at this point. Like it's something I may not have an option of because of, like I said, I'm just getting older, mm-hmm. and and I want to be able to do this for another thirty years from now. You yeah. know, I want to be seventy eight and still be backpacking. But if I want to be able to do that. I've got to do things to preserve myself so that I can do this long term. And so the the ultralight thing has become a reality now for me mm-hmm. where it wasn't, you know, 5 years ago when yeah. I first got started doing all this. You got it's a priority now. Yeah, it really it really is. And but what's kind of fun about it is now I'm kind of like going I can't wait to go on that first trip <laughs> and we get out the scale and everybody's weighing their thing and I hand it to them and they just grab it and go what before they even weigh it, you know, yeah. that that look of like what? Yeah, like this is so light. What are you? Is there anything in here? You know, like that kind of thing. That's a good feeling. Yeah, but that's not your uh, your mindset is different than the the majority. I feel like that do the ultralight because a lot of times people do the ultralight because they want to be able to do higher mileage days, which is not something I'm super into. But like for example, we had on um, Hunter. Right, 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 right. And he is an ultralighter, mm-hmm. and that's because he wants to hike 30 miles a day. And it's a lot easier to do when you got 10 pounds on your back 
than it is with 30. Right. Because your body really takes a beating. If you think about how how hard it is to take a 30-pound weight vest and just go climb mountains all day for multiple days straight, that's tough. Yeah. So I think that uh, – Well, and he's working with Waymark right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's He's got a, a Waymark um, – I think he's got the Evolve backpack – uh, from Waymark, and they're they're doing an ultra version of the Evolve pack. So a different material. It's the same material I've got for my uh, Z packs. Yeah, backpack. So that thing, I mean, mine's twenty ounces. I would bet the one that he's got is under a pound. I would. Just, it's it's frameless, so that's a lot of the weight right. savings on it. Um, and it's also only like a thirty. Uh, 30 liter, 35 liter backpack, whereas mine's a 60 liter. I think you're going to have a lot of extra room. Well, here's the thing: I don't use a lot of stuff sacks, uh, so just gonna put it in there. It'll, it, I'll be able to like kind of just like with my sleeping pad or my my uh, quilt. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna have to shove it all the way in the bottom and and compress it at all. I I wonder if you can get uh basically the same compression. With a stuff sack versus just putting it into your backpack and pressing it, I, I bet it's. I don't think you can. I think it's pretty close. I think it's. I think it's way off. I think that we. Well, I don't know how to measure it. It's because here's the thing: like, there's nothing holding it in place. Like, yeah, all the other it, stuff. When you put it in the sack and you get it down to that small, like I could probably take this this quilt that I have uh-huh. and get it down to the size of a water bottle. I probably could. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do that pushing it down to the bottom of my backpack. Not a chance. I bet you get pretty close to, like, okay, well, you're saying for your backpack, you have a lot of extra space. So you, don't, you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, I'm not even going to worry about it. But if whenever I pack my backpack, and maybe I'm maybe it's wintertime, and I'm compressing those down, I still don't use um, compression sacks. I, mean, I have in the past, right. but then it makes like a little egg, and then that egg has a bunch of empty space around it because it's a weird shape. And when mm-hmm. you put multiple multiple of those together, it's like rocks in a jar. And you can still pour a bunch of sand in there. There's a bunch of wasted space. That's why I quit using them, honestly. That's why that's why I don't even use stuff sacks for sleeping pads, or not sleeping pads, but for uh, sleeping bags or quilts. No. Because for me, and you probably know this too, when you when you pack a backpack, you want the, the, the weight to be well dispersed, but you also want it to be a solid backpack. Uh-huh. You don't want... You don't want spaces where it pushes in, and because and, that means you could be hiking and stuff could shift, yeah, and move into that space, mm-hmm. and that could throw the weight off on your backpack and make it very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I just realized when I don't use those stuff sacks for the sleeping bags or for the quilts, um, it just makes it very easy for me to organize the inside of my backpack in such a way where stuff's not moving. I like to push compress mine down as much as possible, and I put stuff. So normally I do like. Sleeping bag or, like, anything down goes at the bottom. Right, same here. And then I compress it all as much as I can, and then I'll put my clothes there with it, either tucked in front of it or behind it or just, like, push down on it. And I'll I'll push – I'll put everything that I want to keep dry inside that Nylofoam or Nylofoam bag, and then I will press it down as much as possible and then trap it. Trap it compressed without any air getting in there and, like, twist, twist it up. Twist it, yeah, And yeah. then tuck it. And your food bag goes on top of that. Food bag and, you know, anything else that I want to stick in there. But I just, I think that I get pretty close to what I would have gotten with the stuff sack. 
don't, I don't know how close. Do. What, perc- what percent? Do. I don't think you do. You think that you gain 30% volume with the compression At least, set? yeah. I just don't know, man. But, but here's the thing. It's like you said, though, but but in doing that, you, then you've got these weird spaces. Now, some, yeah. people, now some people, like, I will say this, Darwin. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't complain about how that dude backpacks because he's a beast. Yeah. And he puts everything in stuff sacks. Yeah, and, and that's okay. And and it, and it, he, I, I think it, it also comes down to just really how often do you do it? Because if you do it a lot, you probably know how to do it with the stuff sacks and not have those weird spaces because uh-huh. you just do it all the time. But I know for me, it's just I find it easier just to shove them down on the bottom if it's inside of a. Like for me, it's a garbage disposal bag. Yeah. Um, I just stick it in one of those or trash compactor, not garbage disposal bags. <laughs> Could you imagine putting a bag in your garbage disposal? <laughs> that would be fun. Um, a trash compactor bag. I just I put everything in that, and yeah. like you do, I twist the top and I and I push it down and make sure there's no air in it, and then I put my food bag on top of that, and usually that's the last thing that goes in is my food bag, uh-huh. and then I close everything up. You know those those Nala fume bags. I'm a bigger fan of those <laughs> than the the compactor bag because I I bought like a whole roll of those like the white ones mm-hmm. at Walmart, and I still have a ton left. But they weigh like if you want to be a real gram weenie about it, they weigh more. Like oh yeah, they do quite a bit more than like an ounce more or something like that. Yeah, so you could save yourself a little bit of weight. But usually I don't worry that much about it. Unless I'm really concentrating in on going as ultra light as possible, the the thing for me was the backpack. Mm-hmm. Oh, your big three are huge. If I can get the big three to be lighter, uh-huh. the extra the extra things aren't that big of a deal. If I can get that big three really light, and the backpack was the big one, because the backpack I'm going, man, I, my backpacks all of them weigh like 32 ounces, uh-huh. which I mean it's still like considered ultra light. Yeah, you know it's two pounds, but when I saw that I could get a backpack that could carry the same weight, uh-huh. was actually bigger, had more room in it than the ones I have. It's a win-win. But it only weighs 20 ounces. Uh-huh. It literally weighs more than a half a pound less. I was like, man, I got to jump on that stuff. Because that's... Yeah, I half mean, a pound is a lot different than just that like half an ounce you're saving yeah, this, from the bag. Yeah, this isn't one or two ounces. This is literally 12 ounces. This is three quarters of a pound. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of weight, and like my Waymark, I've I've got a, I've got a Waymark pack that's a, the Waymark through, mm-hmm. and it weighs like thirty six ounces, but it's smaller, and it, it's smaller than the 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 one I have from uh, from Z packs. But it weighs more. But it weighs more, um, and and I'm curious because it's probably uh, cost less. Full transparency, <laughs> full transparency, because I, I don't want to I don't want to come off like I have. Money bags. I'm just buying all this you stuff. You stole these backpacks. Um, but uh, I contacted Waymark. I contacted Z Packs because I'm trying to do research on this Ultra Fabric uh-huh. and the uh, Eco Pack and all that stuff. I did a video on it like several months ago, uh-huh. just talking about these new fabrics that are out. So I contacted Hilltop Packs. I contacted um, Z Packs. I contacted Waymark, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to be doing this video probably in the fall, uh-huh. talking about comparing contrast, yeah, comparing too. these packs and comparing the fabrics and all that stuff." And um, all of them are like, yeah, here, let's go ahead. You can have a back. Here's a backpack. You know, let us know how it goes, that kind yeah. of thing. And um, so I'm really curious to see, is this ultra fabric, can it take a beating? You know, because of the weight savings are insane. The f- I just can't believe it could. I don't know how comfortable 40 pounds would be. 
I mean, 40 pounds in any backpack that I've ever had is not comfortable. Even like an Osprey that has really good frame, I 40 doubt pounds I'll, is still I doubt I'll ever get 40 pounds in any I know, yeah, because right now you're talking about, you know, it weighing 10 pounds yeah. or something, you know, very light. I mean, you're probably looking at with, even if I had bring all my camera gear, I'll probably be 25. Uh-huh. You know, that's even if I bring, because my camera gear, I mean, we're, we're using my camera right now. If you're watching right now, this is my camera. Um, my camera weighs right around a pound and a half. Uh-huh. And the lens that I'm using on it weighs right around a pound and a half. So <laughs> it's crazy. So it's only three more pounds, you know? So yeah. it's not like I'm bringing like some camera bodies are three pounds, you yeah. know? Um, but I, I don't bring heavy stuff with my camera gear even. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious, like what kind of beating the fabrics can take because here's the thing with Dyneema that a lot of people talk about is it's crinkly mm-hmm. and you hear that crinkle noise the whole time. And some people don't think it's as, as durable as other people do. Um, but this ultra fabric is supposed to be four times as abrasion resistant as Dyneema. Well, I use... right around the same weight, right around the same weight as, as Dyneema. So, so I'm curious to see how the Z packs pack can take a beating. And the eco pack is very similar to like X pack material. Uh-huh. So, and I've used X-Pack for years. My first, um, like, backpacking backpack that I that I got when I got started was the uh, ULA OM 2.0. And that's still an incredible backpack yeah. to this day. I think it weighs, like, 30 ounces. It's framed. It's, like, 50 liters. Um, and it, I, I did the whole shell toy trace with that backpack. And it took a beating. I've, I've taken that thing through some stuff. Like, yeah, usually drug first it across. Thing- it's like the mesh. That's yeah. usually the first thing to go. And the mesh on that still is held up really well. Wow. But like the I mean, I, I scraped that thing under under like logs where you had to crawl under logs and stuff. And I've had I've gone through briars where like thorns were grabbing at it as I was walking through and tearing my skin up and getting the backpack and mm-hmm. um it's done awesome. And so I'm curious what the eco pack does. I'm curious what the ultra does. And uh but I do like the fact that there are these fabric options that allow you to drop the weight of your pack, but mm. not feel like you have to lose confidence in the quality of the pack in the process. Yeah. I wonder what the markup is. I wonder if it's like it's 20% more, 30% more, well, or I, double. I know the Z-Packs bag sells for around 400 bucks. Yeah, that's expensive. You're it's already, expensive. If you're going to invest that kind of money into a pack then you probably have already tried out other packs and you know what you like. Well, it's kind of the reason I wanted to review it because there are people that are are probably interested, but they don't know anything about it. And they they don't know real world can handle a beating. You know, I'm going to take on the Foothills Trail. That's the pack I'm planning to take on the Foothills Trail Uh because I've used EcoPack for a while now because I have the EcoPack Mile backpack from Waymark, Uh which is the best day pack on the planet. Just, I will say that point blank. <laughs> like, and, and Waymark does not pay it. We are not sponsored by Waymark. Uh-huh. Waymark has never paid me a penny. Not yet. And, and I'm going to tell you point blank, dude, that Waymark mile is a beast. That is a fantastic day pack. But um, I am looking forward to getting this on the Foothills Trail. Uh-huh. And um, just kind of, I mean, we're going to be out there for seven days, I think we're going to do. We're going to do like 10 miles a day, 10, 11 miles a day, something like that. Yeah, that's perfect. And so um, I'm taking some newbies. So I don't want to like run 15 miles a day and wear them no. out and all that. So we're going to do a full week. We're going to do Saturday to Saturday. Crow and said him and his son done it in four days. And I was like, I did it in five and it was tough. I even had to do like 25 miles last day. Yeah. yeah so, so seven days would be a good cruising 
Get yeah. to see the sights. Right around 10 to 12 miles a day. Not real yeah. difficult. As long as you get up early in the morning, get going, take a break during lunch, let everybody rest for a little bit, get back on. We should be to camp by 4 or 5 o'clock. Yeah, you'll be there even earlier. Yeah. And you're not going to have a problem finding a campsite because you'll be done earlier. Yeah, and and we're going in November, so the sun will be coming down a little earlier too. So like, Oh, uh, yeah, you lose some daylight. Uh, so we will lose some daylight. And we're going further south, which means it'll come down even a little bit earlier. So daylight savings time, when does that normally kick in? Because it's done, right? Like it's done. They changed the yeah the policy in the U.S. Like no more daylight savings time this year. Is that this year that kicks in? I don't know if it's it. Uh, it might be 2024. It could be a couple more years. I can't remember if it's this year or next year, but uh, I really hope they do because if it's this year, that'd be awesome because we'll get an extra hour of daylight we would normally wouldn't have. Yeah, because you fall forward. Yeah, right? you lose an hour. So you lose an hour of sleep. Well, so. you know, you gain an hour of sleep, but you lose an hour of daylight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm smarter, I understand these but things. But the big thing is I just want to get that pack out there and really get the opportunity to do some damage to it. Well, also, with the ultralight stuff, you're doing it the right way because, like, your big three, they're going to make up the majority of your weight. Yeah. Right? So you, some people do it. I attribute it to kind of like this. Some people, no offense to you, but you get a Honda <laughs> no Civic. No offense, none at all. Yeah, you get like a Honda Civic, and then you put like a dual turbo on it. You put on a spoiler and a body right. kit, and you're like, bro, you just spent like three extra thousand dollars. Why don't you get a vehicle with a V8 or something? Like, I mean, I don't know. I know there's all kinds of Honda Civic lovers out there, but right, it right. always seems like it's a crappy, cheap car, like an older one right. that somebody's trying to trick out. And I'm like, bro, the money that you're pouring into that, you should have started off with a good base and then maybe over time tricked it out and i think the same thing is true with your big three like you you don't want to start off with something crappy and then try to cut weight somewhere else you'd be like you know what instead of bringing this cook pot and this stove i'm going to bring this other one use the alcohol stove and you're like okay well here you're saving like two or three ounces but if you had to just switch out your tent you could have saved two pounds you could save two pounds yeah yeah just like you know with the honda civic Instead of buying something that has, like, 85 horsepower stock, you could have bought, like, a big truck. Well, like I said, I'm saving, I'm saving three-quarters of a pound just with the backpack. Could be a stupid analogy. Don't write No, me. I don't think it's a stupid analogy. Send your messages to John. But, I mean, but seriously, I mean, three-quarters of a pound just on the backpack. Yeah, and you add those up over your sleeping bag, your, um, your pad, your tent, and your pack, and all of a sudden you're saving tons of extra weight you're saving you know like like i said i mean a lot of people's big three weighs right around 10 pounds uh-huh. but you like also spend more backpacker. money yeah so it's give and take but, but you don't it, have to but it's like i said too like uh, you know a lot of people think that and maybe some youtubers are like that where it's just like i want you i want to make money off people so i'm gonna get the expensive honestly what i like to do is i like to get gear that people might be interested in and see if i can try it out mm-hmm. and then be able to give people real world experience to see if they actually want to spend that kind of money yeah. Because here's the thing, the Arcall, the one that I get, they make it in Robic, they make it in Dyneema, and they make it in Ultra. You just choose your fabric whenever you ring yeah, it up. Yeah, and so I'm hoping to, to be able to try it out in such a way where I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's actually worth the 400 bucks. Uh-huh. You know, like maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I don't know. And and the thing is, there's no strings attached with Z-Packs. It's not like they're expecting me to show them a video. They just, no questions asked, gave me the backpack. Yeah. And, and so... um I get the opportunity to test this thing and then be able to say, okay, yeah, this is actually worth the money. Uh-huh. Or, you know, maybe you don't need to spend this much. Maybe you can get the 
the aerobic one and gain maybe three or four ounces, but save you know how much money. Yeah, there has to be a point there where yeah. those intersect. Yeah, and it, I, I think for me with a lot of the stuff, I, I don't know about you, mm. but a lot of the stuff that I do with my backpacking gear and videos and things like that is always it's always been about okay if if I'm going to spend money, mm-hmm. is this worth the money I would spend on it? Right. And if it's not, then I don't. I'm not going to do a video on it. No, that's number one, man. Is yeah. it worth the cost? Yeah. And and sometimes I'll put budget gear out there, and I will say in it, now, I don't know if I would use this myself, uh-huh. but if you're just trying to find something cheap, this is an option for you. Like the uh, Aegis Max. The sleeping bag? Sleeping bag. Uh-huh. I still use it in the summer. It works for me. Yeah, you love I it. I hate that thing. Yeah. It does have a little tight foot box. Well, I have, like, Cavzillas. Like, like <laughs> yeah. I don't have calves. I have cows. Uh-huh. And, dude, they just don't fit in that sleeping bag. It doesn't matter what fit, I do. And it, and I, I, there's not many times when I get claustrophobic. Uh-huh. But for some reason, that sleeping bag is claustrophobic. But here's the thing. It's super inexpensive. It weighs 14 ounces. And it'll keep you warm in the summer. Yeah, it does its job. Yeah. And so, so for some people, it's perfect. It's just not for me. But... This backpack, I may get at the end of the summer and be like, this thing is great, but I'm going to look at people like, it's a lot of money. Yeah. You may not want to spend your money on this. Better be pretty passionate about backpacking. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're serious about backpacking, you're especially if you're going to do long distances, maybe this is the guy for you, but for the average person, maybe don't spend money like this. Well, there's so much diversity in backpacking. Right. Like, everybody has different needs. I don't yeah. mean diversity as in, like, the traditional, like, culture, skin color, that kind of stuff. It's all about, like... The style of backpacking that you like, yeah, it's so diverse. You know, some people. If you're someone's going to like four, maybe five miles tops, Uh you might want to spend five liter hours. Yeah, you want to spend hours at the campsite, Uh dude. Have a heavy pack. You know, like I mean, four or five miles. Yeah, it'll drive you nuts for a few miles, but you're going to be done so fast. I mean, four or five miles is less than three hours of hiking, typically. Uh Typically, unless you're like in the Linville Gorge, then that's going to be like seven hours. I learned that lesson, um, but but no. If you're uh, typically if you're backpacking, you're talking what two miles an hour on average. Yeah, that's normal. But for, like for you said, people. it's circumstantial. Like yeah. if you're if you're doing a fourteener, then it might be one mile an hour. Yeah. But if you're walking around and it's flat, like maybe you're doing pictured rocks, or even it could if be you're three doing, miles an hour, even if you're doing the Red River Gorge, I mean, uh-huh. you're talking three or four hundred foot climbs. Yeah, it's none of them, and some are pretty steep. I mean, some could be pretty. St- but it's not like steep. the Smokies. No, no, it's not, not like, like you're climbing twenty five hundred foot. Yeah, it's it's not like Yellowstone. I mean, no. we're, we're you know you're not talking like crazy elevation. Um, you're talking two miles an hour. So if you're someone who's just going to backpack four or five miles, mm-hmm. get you an Osprey pack that weighs like five pounds but can carry a buttload of stuff. Comfortable too. I still haven't found a, a backpack with if I had the same amount of weight. Let's say it was like twenty five pounds or above. Every backpack that I've I've tried, the Osprey, even though it's the heaviest. Of all the backpacks I own. And I own a lot of backpacks because yeah. of YouTube. Yeah. And that one, dude, every time I'm going on a, like, oh, I'm taking 35 pounds this trip. This is, we've got stakes. I'm setting up. We've got a base camp we're hiking out of. That That's why I took to New Hampshire. Can I tell you what, man? What? That ULA Ohm 2.0 uh-huh. is still one of the st- most stupid, comfortable backpacks. Built sturdy. It just built well. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's just built well, and like 
Sometimes yeah, I like worth the, it. I love the Chicken Tramper. Mm-hmm. I love that pack. I mean, I've oh, been it using it great too. I've been using it for over a year now mm-hmm. and love it. Great pack. Uh, the Waymark Through it's a nice pack. It's really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the light, but it was the wrong size. It just didn't fit me right, mm-hmm. and so I traded it out and got the Through instead. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's a good pack too. But that Ohm 2.0 man, that thing is, it's it's just like home. You know how like sometimes you put things on. This is home. That's why I feel with the Osprey, but yeah. it's also my first pack. So maybe there's some nostalgia. I bet you there is because the Ohm was my first. Like I I had a I had an Osprey Strato 50, uh-huh. and I used it with Kilimanjaro, and I used it for some little weekend things early on. Mm-hmm. But the first when I when I did uh, the Shell Toey, when I did my first real intense backpacking, mm-hmm. it was at Ohm 2.0. Fell in it, love. It just, I, it just, it just maybe love at first sight, man. You know that. You know how it is. That may be the same thing with the Z packs. We'll, we'll see what happens with it. It could be, it could be the same so. thing, man. Keep us updated. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we got one more episode. We're gonna be film. We're gonna be filming and recording today. Uh-huh. Right now, we're gonna get off of here because I'm gonna take you to a taco place oh, well, here in Lexington. Gourmet tacos. Oh, treat me, bro. Treat yourself. It's going to be so good. And so sorry, folks, but we're going to get off here because we're going to go eat tacos. <laughs> and we will catch you on the next one. We'll see you guys later. Adios, folks. <laughs>